0: This is Sharita Starr. It's the Sharita Starr Empower Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are listening from in the world on Mind, Body, Spirit, FM. It's time once again to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode 21 and the 8th of 2023. Spring! 2023 eclipse season special, yes, get a lot moving and and grooving in our lunar universe, folks. Our last episode and the seventh for 2023, we had the honor and the complete pleasure of connecting with. Conversations with Max as we celebrated the new animal divination oracle deck by Catherine, also known as Kate O'Neill. We had a lot of fun with her connecting with spirit and, you know, really diving into that soul connectiveness of how love never dies. And especially from those we have been tethered, not tethered, that's not the right word connected to, um, deeply on a soul level who are, you know, at that rainbow bridge. And, uh, it was an honor and pleasure. Uh, great feedback. Everybody has been giving from, from that show as well. So be sure again, if you're just joining us for the first time, sure to check out the archives. We've got quite a collection growing now. So, uh, there's a lot of, uh, great go-to episodes and uh, lots of empowerment consciousness to check out, especially for these riveting times that we continue to be uh, working collectively through with the best power we can we can we can have uh, and allow ourselves to keep feeling. So, as I'm, I'm sure, as this episode is is airing today. Uh, the 21st of April, which is, we've just started, folks, the uh, Mercury Retrograde, second Mercury Retrograde of the year. So we will be working through this uh, now through the 14th of May. There are Connect the Dots, um, there's a Mastering Mercury Retrograde Available on Soul Certainty Community. You're going to have your go-to link later today uh, to take you to Soul Certainty, and especially to connect you with some uh, how we do the Lunaroscopes every month, which is what we're going to be diving into today concerning the eclipse season and just you know how all again we we seem to never we haven't escaped. And the the first time I've seen it where they're not overlapping each other is this coming fall. Uh, although we have got many other things this autumn that (laughs) they're going to be at work nevertheless, but we have just repeatedly, uh, been working with eclipse seasons with the, the, you know, overlapping of a Mercury retrograde or other inner planet retrogrades at the same time. So it makes for, you know, that collective vibrational, hits, as we could call it, uh, to be all the stronger for us. So, you know, we certainly... Need to keep our, you know, awareness caps on, keep our emotional intelligence in full check and be working through these times. Uh, I had, you know, talked earlier in the year about enlightenment and and we were, uh, that's the episode where we'll we back in February of preparing for the new Zodiac year and just, you know, the intensities that it certainly has promised us and are certainly in, in present day reality work. Uh, some people I, I still think are not quite getting the memo and, and that's fine. Uh, that's their soul contract. I always say with the entire experience. So, you know, everybody has their own understanding of, of, you know, how everything is, is at work. Uh, and I, you know, at the end of the day, I always say, as long as you're approaching what's going on in your life with love, you're going to evolve. No matter where you are in any of it, you know, it is, it's always back to that love to evolve. If you, if you take any given situation in your life and just proactively navigate it with love, you, you will, you, you cannot fail in that energy. You just can't. Even if it is the energy of grief or it is the energy of something else, it it, it, it whatever healing experience it may or may not be bringing you, the love is going to help you evolve. And sometimes love does hurt. Sometimes love is our greatest taskmaster, especially through the energy of grief, which I, you know, if you've been following me for quite some time, you know I'm talking repeatedly about how much collective grief is on the planet right now. And and while we may not be pointed in that direction uh, via the narratives or whatever else is going on that wants to distract you from signals, we're healing. You know, humanity is healing right now. Those, and, and, and for those who have stood up and are doing the work, and being the warriors and, 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 and working through the energy, not uh, trying to push it away because you can't push this away. You know, that's part of the enlightenment of, of what this is, is, you know, what we're all collectively experiencing. And we're going to dive in today on how numerology, especially coupled with understanding what's going on uh, with our eclipses and, and what's going to be happening here. It's it's heavy energy we're we're contending with. This is this isn't uh, a quote as I like to say. It isn't light and fluffy. It isn't rainbows and unicorns. It's things that need to be faced that have been hidden and and too quiet for too long. So, or you know, not spoken about in uh, as we say the truthful fashion. So, anyway. Everybody's got their own perceptions of what they believe is going on. And, and, and there is, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And, and again, going back to soul certainty, if you've been with me for a little bit of time, you know, you had the opening of the, my, you know, what, what I covered in the opening of the year and just how important it was in 2023's energetic pulse for the collective and and all around is to be taking that step back. This is the theme year of the year of stillness in the silent listen. So it is, it's a, it's a powerful time to be an observer, you know, stop taking selfies, stop posting, uh, you know, stop, just, just take, take a step back and observe more before, we proactively tackle at least that's what the energy is asking and to certainly not be caught up in delusion. So this is exactly what our current eclipse season. And of course, now our current Mercury retrograde is, is going to be asking of us is to step back in reflection and really not get fooled by things don't get caught up in mistakes don't get caught up in in all of you know the wonkiness of the retrograde if we honor it as a cycle of reflection we tend to get through the energy much easier uh and i'll work with the principles of what you know i i have coined for years now mastering mercury retrograde is about again there's a workshop up on uh soul certainty that was posted uh at the beginning of April and there's also a go to uh episode from August of 22 here in in uh the Shari's Star and Power hour archives that has all the layout of what mercury retrograde means what's all the standard what's all the standard you know what you're meant to be doing under the cycle to the best of your ability and so on and so forth, and there's a go-to link to that as well. So you know, you you can you, there's so much to explore and check out. And uh, you know, I'm not going to get in the rules of Mercury retrograde today, uh, but you should be reflecting in your Taurus area of life right now. And I think the world is watching some pretty strong reflective currents concerning our security, concerning. Our money, our finances, our sense of established structures, and how secure we feel with any of them. And that's the reflective cycle in motion from Mercury. But we got a lot to ground to cover concerning eclipses today. Now, what what I want to tie in, we just had an eclipse yesterday on the 20th of April. That's gonna be a very important one to understand. And then we're going to have a pairing one that comes up on the 5th of May, all under this Mercury retrograde time frame. So, but what's still also in energetic effect, which is important to tie into what we're going to talk about with, you know, the details of this current eclipse season that we've just entered, is what is still pulling off of us as a, you know, collective that isn't anywhere near done yet either. And we're about halfway through it is the lunar eclipse. It was a total lunar eclipse last November in 2022. That was on the 8th of November, which of course for the USA, that was our election day. Now that eclipse was super important because it was also in taurus which was conjunct uranus retrograde at the same time like it hit it on the nose exactly so when that eclipse that total eclipse quink you know did its peak at 16 degrees of taurus uranus retrograde was also at 16 degrees of taurus simultaneously so that's a powerful pull that is happening and because it's a it was a total lunar eclipse back in last november that energy in a lunar eclipse full moon which means release healing reflection letting go pulling away things have come to some form of completion but then then, then now it's 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 going to move in a different direction that was a very i i had coined that eclipse the practical listening of course of course Taurus is a very practical sign it does things very you know it's not a gamble it's not any of that and of course the 16 degrees was all about the listening and that was all part of that you you again for those of you who have been around you, you knew that there was that seven month lockup of the 7 at 16 that was seven full moons in a row who held at the opposition point of 16 degrees so this eclipse was the second one in that series but because it was a total lunar eclipse the energy of it is an effect for a year of how that trigger energy is at work on the collective. So 16 degrees is this shattered citadel understanding. And of course you have all this back reference, you know, uh, energy to, to understand again, if you've been following, um, if you've been following along, on uh soul certainty. You you know all this already, but I'm I wanna read the definition of the sixteen so that we understand, you know, kind of this this isn't really done yet because this energy is still in effect through November of twenty twenty three. It's and again for the collective, it's a very reflective energy. It certainly ties in with the whole theme of what 2023 is all about as a seven universal year. 16 is also a seven guided energy. But as the Shattered Citadel, as the Chaldean karmic mystery I'm about to read will denote, this is why everything on this planet needs to be stepped back and observed more than we're, again, I always say, you know, stop watching so much this year. Start listening to things. That's why I am i have not been on a video since last fall, early last fall, because, or actually it was the tail end of last summer, because I knew this energy was coming and it was just not the place to be. So it's, it's less video, it's less intake with that, and the, the ears are so much more important to be utilizing right now versus your eyes, because what's happening with our eyes is we are being deceived by anything we can be watching. And let's take a good look at this 16 energy, and we're going to understand a little bit more of why. So the Chaldean Karmic Mystery of the Sixteen. Sixteen is pictured by the ancient Chaldeans as a tower struck by lightning from which a man is falling with a crown upon his head. It warns of strange fatality, also of danger of accidents and the defeat of one's plans. To avoid the fatalistic tendency of the Sixteen, One must endeavor to make all plans in advance, making certain that any possibility of failure is anticipated and circumvented by careful attention to detail. The 16 brings the single 7, obligation and responsibility, to listen to the voice within, which will always warn of danger through dreams or the intuition in time to avoid it. The inner voice must not be ignored. A little reference here to Abraham Lincoln had a name vibration of the 16, and he was repeatedly warned of his potential assassination, not only by his dreams, but by several psychics and mediums who were brought into the White House by Mary Todd Lincoln. He did not heed these many clear warnings and refused to take the necessary precautions and therefore was unable to avoid his fate but it could have been avoided. And this is important to remember when the 16 is present to find happiness in other ways than leadership at the top, which is the tower in that crown to renounce fame and celebrity is another way to decrease the negative aspect of the 16 Lincoln did not choose to do. So feeling it was more important to attempt to keep the nation united than enjoy the fulfillment of a private life. Although he accepted the presidency with much reluctance and a profound sadness, it's interesting that that number is connected so much to to, to Lincoln as well. Because we're, we're we're there's a whole thing with America right now that we are in the same personal year cycle as a nation as we were walking into the Civil War in April of eighteen sixty one interesting and 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 I think it's unavoidable. i i i think you know you we would have to be living under a rock not to say we are at war it's not the same kind of war that we are used to, but we are already at war and for those of you who have uh you know you responded well to our May, uh, May, excuse me, March 10th guest, uh, Lieutenant Stephen Murray, he explained a lot about how that is going on right now. So that's a March 10th episode. If you want to get into a more military understanding of uh, this energy, uh, I, again, had, had come across the lieutenant and I, in listening to him with what, how he's trying to help the nation and, and, and help people and guide people at this time, Uh, his information was always matching up with how I was watching things energetically happening in the country. So, um, yeah, it's, um, we're in parallel times, but obviously the moment in time is not exactly the same, but there's a lot of interesting things That are going on that were going on back when we were about to enter a civil war uh, for the first time as a nation. Uh, But I think this time as things are moving along here and and as I have the opportunity to pre-record this, I don't even know what has happened here in April (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in, in in the couple of weeks before this will officially air, um I you know there could be a lot a lot more things in the mix of what we are watching and again having to observe so but going back to the eclipse on the the eleventh sorry, the eighth of November, our eleventh month uh, in November and on the eighth at this lunar eclipse that cast off at Taurus in Taurus from that 16 degrees that we just talked about, that energy conjunct the Uranus retrograde at the time. Now Uranus of course is our planet of disturbance, originality, reinvention, reform, and also guides, you know, um, just anything that's going to be like that revolutionary theme, you know, Uranus is the rebel. Uranus is not doing anything the way it used to be done. This is why you're also watching because Uranus is in Taurus, the sign of established structure, the sign of stability, finances, doing things in a more of a traditional way. Uranus is stirring all that up I mean, it's why you're watching this, like everybody wants to move to a digital currency. You're watching the, obviously we've emerged crypto in, in intensely. It's all these different ways that the form of money or how we perceive money is being, wants to be redone. Is it the right way to go? Who knows? But at the end of the day, we're watching it anyway. It's here. And so... We've got to take our time and, and and take our observance to be practically listening at this time, and that's again started last November, and it's not going away until November of this year in from that eclipse energy alone uh, amongst all the other multi layers of how all this is working. So you know that uh particular eclipse for the USA was it's, it's still casting off like correcting and, and reframing what we create in this country. So basically our ability is to manifest, but it's, it's, it's hitting also what we know as the heart space of this nation. I mean, the heart of the nation is just being like, it's like a gut punch. There's a constant gut punch going on at this point. And that eclipse is a very, very strong reason why we keep feeling these things happening. And again, not lighting up for, for quite a long time. So that's a whole layer of always kind of like, you know, it's in the background all the time. Kind of like, you know, it's 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 like a it's a flow that's always going on about, hey, we need to be always honoring what this eclipse has asked us to be doing since November 8th of 2022. Now, in reference to the energy of what just happened yesterday on the 20th of April with the solar eclipse, this is a partial one though, so this is only going to pull in because solar eclipses are on the new moons. And we're going to pull in within Aries from the 29th degree for six months. So this is going to take us through the autumn as well. So it's kind of like another, now we got another channel of energy that's at work with the collective. Now this eclipse is, uh, what's the word? It, you know, the 16 is a challenging enough energy as it is. And now we've got a whole nother ball of wax because the 29 represents grace under pressure in its Chaldean karmic mystery. And this one kind of (laughs) takes, this one takes what the 16 was asking and puts it in a whole nother spin. Because it's a lot more emotion, feeling, it's all lunar energy. And it's, it's a challenge, this number. This, this number does not come without even greater responsibility. So let's explore the Chaldean karmic mystery of the 29. And how this particular eclipse is pulling this in for the collective to take into con- deep consideration at this time. 29 is a number of perhaps the heaviest karma of all. It tests the person or entity it represents for spiritual strength through trial and tribulations echoing the Old Testament story of Job. The life is filled with uncertainties, treachery, and deceptions from others unreliable friends, unexpected dangers, and considerable grief and anxiety caused by members of the opposite sex. It's a grave it's a number of grave warnings in every area of the personal life and career. In this specific instance of the 29 vibration, also bringing in with it the secondary energy of the 11, and that's because two and, two and nine equate to 11. So there's an underlying master number there to understand, which I will get to, which should also be read regarding the way to relieve the karmic burden. Remember that the development of absolute faith in goodness and the power of the self, the constant and energetic cultivation of optimism will act as miraculous medicine For the problems of the number twenty nine. After all, Job's burdens were finally lifted when he had learned to accept full responsibility for his troubles and not to blame others or seek revenge for the hurts he suffered. Not only did his long bad luck streak end at last, he was given back everything he had lost several times over. So When the 29 is present, work with the energies in the most powerful way that you can, and especially see see what you can do to to work with the the more, what we say, karmic reward number energies. You You can reach out and ask me a question about what ones those are. I can't get into all that today, but... If you work with that faith and you work with these other energies, soon enough, you'll be happy as or happier than anyone else. Interestingly, the name Job equals the compound number 10, which is another difficult vibration to defeat. And as we take in the secondary underlying master number energy that comes in, the 11, we're working with the 11. And again, for those of you on Soul Certainty, April of 2023 is a 11 universal month. So those of you who are on the community, you, you, you got that post um, er, er, you know, at the latter part of March. Uh, but this is also an energy you're already very familiar with if you're on there with me, because this is the energy of April, a line muzzled, a clenched fist chaldean karmic mystery of the eleven this is a number of hidden trials and treachery from others it represents two members of the same or opposite sex or two opposed situations in either case compatibility of interest is lacking and interference from a third force must be conquered difficulties may also arise from the illusion of separation It's necessary to unite divided goals to avoid a sense of frustrated incompletion. The third interfering force can be a person or an idea, and it can take the form of a refusal to see the other side as an obstacle to harmony. The origin of the separating force must be identified, an attempt made to seek compromise. Occasionally, Conflicting desires within one's own self are seen as in a reflecting mirror. Two forces or two desires stand apart and must ultimately unite for happiness. Yet each must remain individual, even after being joined, for each possesses its own worth. You know, again, I don't think anybody who is being honest right now doesn't see what these chaldean karmic mysteries are actually relating in the truth of of the reality where we are watching on a collective level now what's important about understanding how the 20th of april's solar eclipse and aries that hit at this 29 degrees point within an 11 universal month of april overall so that You know, 11 is the, I mean, this is why the emotions of April have just been, you know, they've been kind of, we're already dealing with an emotional time. We've been dealing with emotional time for the past three years in, in, in many ways, obviously. But it's like this month, like, took the cake, you know, it took it to a whole nother, whole nother level of what emotion is about. But, you know, referring back to the lieutenant, Stephen Murray, he always says repeatedly, unity is the hill that we die on. And, and, you know, he's got a powerful statement there because, you know, the bottom line is we cannot continue in this untied energy. We've got to find union. There is no other way through this. If we continue to stand separated, pointing fingers at one another, I mean, you, 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 go go back and listen to those meanings again. Repeat that a couple of times. So you have the option to do that as you're listening to the podcast. You can just just scoot it back a little bit um, and, and repeat that and listen to that again, because it's critical to understand that in these times. The more we stand apart, the the worse this is going to get. So that's why I coined this solar eclipse in Aries at 29 degrees. It is the pioneer grace for healing. That is the, the theme I came up with for it. And you know, the fact that this is in, you know, the very last degree point you can get in Aries. This has to be pioneered because that's what Aries does. So, there's a, a new way of leading, but it has to be done with this grace under pressure understanding. So we've got to be leading our lives right now through the grace under pressure that is going to be casting off continuously from now until the, the autumn of 2023. And not to say that the pressure may or may not go away, but we're going to get the hit of this grace under pressure energy. It's It's coming in. And it's coming in big for these six months ahead. So wherever this energy sits in your personal life is is very important to understand. Uh, up on Soul Certainty, I have the um, the the, the, the Lenar scopes for this are posted, so you can tap in with that. And soon enough, it's, we're going to be covering the lunar eclipse in Scorpio that pairs this in a couple of weeks what that's all about, which has more interesting things to relate. Uh, Knowing where these points are in your personal natal chart, or it's quintessential for you. So your roadmap for how you're going to individually deal with it and navigate and be proactive in your life. Again, you, you, you've always heard me repeatedly talk about the line of sight, the sphere of influence. And Borrowing another expression from the, the the lieutenant Stephen Murray, we have to be eighty percent prepared, hundred percent of the time, and if you do that, that's the best you can do to navigate what this grace under pressure is truly going to be all about. Because otherwise, we you know we're go- we're going to get caught up in in how you you know, heard me relate the LD and karmic mystery, it, 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 it you're going to get caught up in the, the pressure and you're not going to respond with it gracefully. And this is, this is, like I said, you, 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 and plus you, again, you still got the overlaying of the lunar eclipse from last November, which is saying, Hey, you got to listen to the voice within you have to trust the intuition. That's the only thing you can rely on right now to make more sound and educated decisions the way practically listening needs to be happening in order to tackle, you know, what all this is about right now so that you don't get in this storm. You don't get in the confusion. You are doing the best that you can. It doesn't mean you're going to put your head and bury it in the sand and ignore it, but it means you're going to be working with it with a maturity with accountability and understand that simplification and a more spiritual approach to what is actually happening is going to be your saving grace because keeping up with the norm is not going to be possible. These next six months are going to bang that message home better than anything. You know, and I, again, I don't say that out of fear. I don't say that out of being paranoid or a conspiracy theorist or any of these things. It it It, it is the way the energy reads and it's intense the way this energy reads. It's again, it's not rainbows and unicorns and light and fluffy. This is like humanity's got to pay attention time. But you're going to have to pay attention in a different way than you're accustomed to To be paying attention. So. All right. So this eclipse. uh, Solar eclipse in areas that just hit yesterday. This for America. Like where. The lunar eclipse. From last November. Is still at work. And where the current. Mercury retrograde is at work. Reflecting for the nation, this eclipse from Aries is in the same, it's all in the same area, all of it. So this is all about, again, this country's ability to manifest. What are we manifesting? How are we going to take these grace under pressure moments that are triggering now and working with us through the fall? How are we going to connect with our heart space to? to respond to these pressures with grace. Cuz you're going to save yourself a lot of heartache if you respond gracefully versus reacting in that emotional roller coaster. There's there's again it's about that simplicity and stepping back and still working with that silent listen. So the the other interesting thing about this particular eclipse is that it's going to be squaring for the nation the infamous Pluto. That's in the country's value system, in the country's finances, in the country's money. There's a block and a square in astrology, it's a block. Which means there's a slowdown. There's tension. There's, there's things, cornering things and it's (laughs) it's tricky. So it's a new, the eclipse still wants something new, but it's going to be a new way of how we're trying to work with value and a new way of how we're going to manifest the value. It's going to be a lot different than what we're used to. So this is again, casting off. For these six months ahead. And of course, it's also making a, it's it's a little bit of a, it's a, I guess I would call it a funky square. Again, you have all that on the Lunaroscopes up on Soul Certainty uh, for this eclipse, uh, how it works. But even though the Pluto is sitting at that zero degrees of Aquarius you've heard me talk about, this eclipse is still squaring it even though it's at the very very tail end of aries it's still squaring in the math of how the math is working it's still squaring the pluto it's it's not amicable it's a squaring tension energy that's happening so it's where th- this is coming in to like go hey let's get our heart into what is going on with the value system of this country, what is going on with all of the, the the systems, established systems. We've got to get into the heart of this. We've got to understand grace is the only way we're going to get through the pressure that is is here. And you know, you, you guys have heard me that that's another episode. I think that was from October of last year. There's, there's a whole episode dedicated to the American Pluto return. Uh, we will have one more very strong moment with that coming up September and October of this coming fall. So this is all going to be in very strong connectivity with that, uh, uh, uh as the, latter part of the year arrives. So now the other thing that will happen for America with this eclipse is that it is going to sextile the country's natal moon, which is an amicable energy. It's a flowing energy. So the natal moon for the nation is in our communications, in our mindset. So the, 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 again, going back to that manifestation energy and Equally, this also connects to the children of the country, the I create area that this eclipse is happening. But that Grace Under Pressure 29 is, I mean, we've already seen it, sadly so, as March came to a a close and, you know, we opened up April, we're contending with, you know, yet another, you know, um emotional situation involving a school but there's a lot more going on concerning our children than what is also sadly happening in the schools you know the focus of children in this country and what is really going on with them is is critical for adults to start really stepping up to be able to heal it so that's another thing that this eclipse is really asking for is let's take the pressures of our children and deal with them gracefully and get our heart into it. And again, that comes from a lot of more local action than it's going to take paying attention to all the national noise. You're going to have to do it on a local level. There's, There's no other way to fix that or start to heal it. It's got to come from a local, you know, there's another expression, local local action will make national impact, but you've got to get to it on a local level before you get to changing it nationally. And, you know, as things get more intense of what this country really needs to do to heal, you know, (sighs) yeah, it's a lot going on. It's really a lot going on. So, with, with the way that this eclipse, it's it's tapping in to the natal moon of the of, of, of the country, which wants it wants these emotions to be dealt with uh, once again, and allow our thinking and allow our mentality as a nation to stop reacting and start responding because if we don't do that we're just going to be continually in this spiraling death spiral of of turmoil. So the responsibility has to happen with grace to the pressure. That's all there there is to it. And I I had if you you know again have been following me for a while when when America from 21 to 22 was in its seven, you know, uh, personal year cycle. There were so many people who missed that. They didn't do the inner, the inner work of this country did not happen the way that it should have. And, and what has transpired over these, you know, last 10 months at this point, before we're about to enter a nine year as a country, the, the accepting accountability in this country, that got missed in the memo too. Um, so, However, this is gonna really, really come full circle with the with the Pluto return in the fall is, is gonna be interesting. Coming back for hit four. So, all right, let's move on. So that's that eclipse. Solar eclipse in Aries hit off yesterday, 29 degrees. It's a whopper. It's a lot of energy. That is going to be coming off for the next six months. So remember that grace under pressure. And and again, rewind and listen to that Chaldean karmic mystery a couple of times to understand how to work with it and how to understand that underlying 11 and what that advises as well. There's ways to deal with it and there's ways not to deal with it. All right. Onward to what will be happening in another couple of weeks uh, on May 5th. we got a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. This one's going to be at 14 degrees, which is going to be another, just such an interesting energy to, to, to take in. Now, a lunar eclipse, of course, is full moon. So we're still going to be under the Mercury retrograde at this time. And this is uh, coming in at 14 degrees. Now, this is the first full moon in seven months that has moved from the 16 degrees. So the seven at 16, that concluded on April 6th with that full moon coming in in Libra. So 5th of May, this pairing eclipse for the lunar eclipse in Scorpio has moved on or moved back. It, 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 it's an interesting thing. Don't worry about that with the astrology, but as the moon moves, it moves backwards every full moon. Well, aside from the lockup times during the year, but the moon month to month is going to move a couple of degrees, maybe one, plausibly two. It moves backwards as the year moves along. So now we're going to start to see, like next month it'll be on in June, it'll be, oh, not, not, well, technically it's April now. But in June, that, that uh, full moon that will be in Sagittarius will be at 13 degrees, but this one... Paired with this lunar eclipse is at 14. So now we're going to see things start to to move and shift. But they go backwards because that's just how it mathematically works. And the new moons do the same thing. They, they go backwards in, in the degrees because the the, the lunar cycle is only 28 and a quarter days. So every time it get, comes back around again, it doesn't get to the full 30. in the 30 degrees that each zodiac sign occupies their little piece of the pie that's for my astrology 400 people if I went over people's heads the, the that's you know ask a question' I'll, I'll try to simplify but that's 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 just a little 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 astrological math for you so 5th of May coming up lunar eclipse in Scorpio 14 degrees now we're we're having a reflection for the next six months after this hits, pulling off the sign of death, rebirth, transformation, regeneration, contending with matters of wealth, contending with large-scale resources, contending with root chakra energy. So this is going to really move and shake things because the 14 represents movement and challenge. I'm going to read you the Chaldean karmic mystery of this. Now, this is not layering this in to what the 16 is doing since last November and what the 29 will be doing through the fall. This is another layer of understanding, pulling off in reflection, longer term sense of reflection. 14, movement and challenge. The Chaldean karmic mystery. Magnetic communication with the public through writing, publishing, and all media-related matters is associated with the 14. Periodic changes in business and partnerships of all kinds are usually beneficial. Dealing with speculative matters brings luck. Otherwise, movement and travel associated with combinations of people and nations can be fortunate. However, both gains and losses are sometimes temporary, due to the strong currents of change, which are ever-present. The 14 warns of danger from accidents related to the natural elements. Examples of fire, flood, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, tempests, and so forth. This is not an absolute, merely a warning to be cautious. There is a risk involved in depending upon the word of those who misrepresent a situation. It's a mistake to rely on others. Rely on the intuition, the self, the voice within. The luck of the 14 includes money dealings and speculative projects or betting, but there's always a danger of loss due to the wrong advice from others or overconfidence. That's the Chaldean karmic mystery that this lunar eclipse in Scorpio is pulling out for six months through autumn of 23. I've coined this theme as listening to adapt because what that eclipse is going to pull off is we're going to have to start accepting things for what they are and adapt. Whatever happens doesn't mean you comply, but it means whatever's gone and, and will unfold from this. You, you you we're gonna be. I mean, I, the weather thing is is such a fast. I have watched people, I especially people born to the fourteenth. I have watched this as in the decades now that I've been doing this work. I watch karmic path 14s. They're constantly dealing with weather. They have big plans in their life and then something shows up with the weather and they have to like move and challenge itself around it. So that's, that's an interesting thing with that. I mean, we've already been watching intense weather, especially here in America, but it's going on everywhere. But this eclipse, I believe globally is going to really kick off some really interesting weather situations and how that Chaldean karmic mystery reads. So be prepared for that again, 80%, be 80% prepared, a hundred percent of the time for whatever it is you're going to need to adapt to in these six months. Everybody's situation personally is very different. You know, nothing is the same for everybody. So, you know, we, we just need to be, um, you know, truly prepared as best that we can. And it's a Mercury-guided degree, the 14. It's one in four is five, five is Mercury. So it's all about change. It's all about change. And I'll be interested as well to see the narrative noise and, and all the things going on. You know, obviously we've got... Trump is a fourteen karmic path. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He'll enter a nine personal year in in uh, June. So we'll see what keeps working in that direction. You got DeSantis, who's another fourteen uh, karmic path. We'll see. We'll We'll see what keeps moving. Or you know where, where where you can find any truthful information on 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 what's you know happening and 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 things, but um, most of that stuff is all it's a lot of noise. It's not the signals that you need to be paying attention to. Um, again, if you if, if you have uh, decided to follow and and kind of discern what the uh, Lieutenant Stephen Murray says, uh, he 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 has. Uh, I I like his perspective on it and I think we, you know, need to be paying attention to other things as well, but it's, it's all by design. So take that into whatever consideration that you would like to. So this eclipse for America is going to be in the country's future where it socializes. So this is where we're taking all the aims of America Things that we set up in goals, things that, how we associate with groups, things, organizations we're a part of. You're going to watch a lot of release and letting go of all of that. And the future of this country is going through a little bit of adaptation time, especially through this fall. It is. Does make a very nice trine to the country's natal sun up in our relationships, so uh, in legalities. But what I would like people to be aware of is watching what goes into l- legal play during this time frame. And remember, the whole definition again. Go back and rewind that for the fourteen. What are we agreeing to legally that involves others that we should never relied upon? I don't think this country is working on intuition right now. I don't feel it is. So that needs to happen. And that needs to happen for the country concerning its future. And where it's going to go. But this is this, these six months coming after this eclipse lunar eclipse, Blows in on Cinco de Mayo, you're gonna watch some pretty heavy hitting and pretty heavy healing in the directions that this country thought it was going in or could be going in. But it's a re- it's a reset time to reframe the aims and 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 just how this country wants to keep progressing. So it's it's gonna unwind a little bit um, to things. Now there's another thing that's that's, that's happening here in the country. And I just want to touch upon this as this is separate from the eclipses, but it has to do with this Pluto return for the country. And, and, and I f- found this alignment to be interesting and I will be publishing. Um, I'm probably not going to get that done now until after the Mercury retrograde is over with, because I, I just had too much going on. Um, and it didn't get done. So uh, I I think it's going to come out, you know, I'll, I'll, hopefully i have it up by Memorial Day. That's that that's my next goal. I've had to shuffle some things around as far as how fast I can actually get things done. Um, because it takes time to compose everything and, and, and do it, it with accuracy. And make sure I, you know, get as much details as possible for you. Because I know you just love to have your heads blown away uh, with that, you know, <laughs> sure can you chimp that down please you know so what we've got forming that that is also happening just as we're finishing up this mercury retrograde before the 14th is the 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 neptune who is you know in in charge of the universal year but it for for america the neptune is in the communication right now transiting for the nation Which is why, again, you've got to use your discernment like you've ever used discernment before. This is another thing that was happening at the same time at the Civil War back in 1860s leading up to that point. The the Neptune was in the same current transit for the nation at that time. So what's happening in in current day is that it's about to form and starts pulling in. On the tenth of May, and this is going to be in effect through the twenty third of August, is that it is in a uh, sextile to the nation's natal Pluto. So that Pluto return understanding again; it's coming back in. This is where you do have this ability for those who can take the quiet time, prepare, do listening. This is where, you know, this country can really step back, observe and, and, and take in what is going on in a way that it can help itself. And if people do that, it will be, you know, again, it'll be a wonderful thing. Again, unity is the hill we die on. So if people can really get their heads in a very calmer place and and get quiet and and allow themselves to see what needs to happen to, to intuitively work with reframing the value and reframing everything that this Pluto return is still working with us so strongly. You know, you can stay ahead of this rather than get, so under the toe of this energy going the wrong way. We all know the road's going to be bumpy, but it can be less bumpy the simpler you get and the more listening you get, more still that you get to be able to go out there. I will just keep repeating that. Stop watching things. Start listening. Continue to listen more than you watch. It is so important half of what you're watching isn't it's all fabricated anyway so just just be careful stars be careful be careful out there so this lunar eclipse in Scorpio that's going to be casting off from your area wherever Scorpio affects your life for the next six months past the 5th of May it's going to be asking for that listening to adapt Working with the movement and challenge energy, and don't get caught doing anything else but listening and relying on the voice within. So, as always, I thank you so much for being here and taking another listen to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. Be sure to go and connect with the go-to link for today's episode and continue to explore exclusive empowerment content you need to know on Soul Certainty Community concerning our current eclipse season. We'll be back on May 5th with more Consciousness Conversation for our ongoing 7 Universal Gear of 2023 that will bring in all the numerological and lexigram magic of how we can spell out the truth concerning the power of gratitude as we all continue to navigate these extremely intensified and undeniable times requiring us to rise up and own our fullest soul awareness. This is Sharita Starr from Mind, Body Spirit, FM, signing off for today's message to never compromise, living consciously. Take good care of each other, and Namaste, dear stars.